Hey family, welcome to Dashboard Devo. I'm your host, Willis, and I am so excited to spend some time with you. Before we get started, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And then also, it would just be a huge encouragement to me if you would rate this podcast and leave us a review. Okay, let's jump in. Matthew chapter 4, 5 through 11. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Last week we talked about how Jesus shows us how we're to combat the lies of Satan. But this week I want to focus on Jesus' actual responses. As I was thinking through these temptations in this passage, we quickly realized These are the same things that we struggle with all the time. Think about it. When we're hungry and exhausted, if we have the power to satiate our desires, we do. But we are just as easily tempted to test God when there is something we want or need and we begin to negotiate with Him. Father, give me this and I'll be more consistent in my Bible reading. Or give me that and I won't struggle with this particular sin. Even when we're presented with the most extravagant opportunities and gifts, we can quickly favor these gifts above God's grace and truth. We may find that we're able to overcome temptations, flee from the sins of our youth, and powerfully claim the truth of Scripture in the face of Satan's opposition, but we will never do it perfectly. The truth of the matter is this. Only Jesus can be tempted in this way and not fall prey to the devil's schemes both perfectly and eternally. The true hope in this story is that Jesus, our sympathetic high priest, overcomes the schemes of Satan, boldly proclaims these promises, and claims victory for you and I through his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus does what you and I cannot do, obey, and in his obedience showcases the glory and the kindness of the Father, ultimately paying the ransom for our souls. When we were dead in our sins, God being rich in mercy because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace we have been saved and raised up with him and seated with us, uh, seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that we, in the coming ages we might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus." Had Jesus not been able to overcome the temptation of Satan, we would be left in ruin. God's wrath would still be on us, but good news, Christ was triumphant. We point to this story and strive to follow his example, but really when we look at this story, we marvel at the God-man and praise him for his strength, glory, and honor. He is our Savior King. My question to you is, how does knowing that Jesus saved us from our sins change the way you view your sin? Have you experienced the kind of reality that the only way for you to be right with God is for Jesus to be your holy substitute? 
Read this passage again. Remind your family of the amazing strength and power of Jesus and confess your need of him together. For more family discussion questions and resources on the scripture we read today, check out the links in our show notes below. And I hope that you enjoyed our time together. We'll see you again next week. And until then, peace be with you.